long ago, I reviewed a book called Radical Acceptance, which is all about learning to accept rather than resist reality. Well, I'm back this month with another book and it is uh, Radical Acceptance Companion. It's called Radical Compassion and it is so, so good. Join me to learn more. What does it mean to love and work well? And how do I pursue what truly matters? Working at the intersection of business and psychology, I help you answer these questions and more so you can focus priorities, inspire change, lead with courage, and live with more joy today. Hi, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Welcome to the Pursue What Matters podcast, where we focus on what it takes to thrive in love and work. So it's another month. It's time for another great book review. So I am reviewing another book by Tara Brock. She is a wonderful psychologist and uh, meditation guide. And this is the companion to Radical Acceptance, which I've already um, reviewed not too long ago. So let's talk about this book. So it's called Radical Compassion learning to love yourself and the world with the practice of rain. So, uh, it's important to understand that this book is a practical guidebook. And so she talks about the practice of RAIN, which is an acronym for learning to show up for yourself with greater compassion. And one of the theses of her book is that uh, we heal with loving attention. And that is requires a lot of compassion. And that is, it's something that um, most of us are not very good at. We're, we're taught to be self-critical rather than self-compassionate. And so this is a practice that is designed to help us show up for ourselves emotionally, physically in these moments of pain and even suffering. And so it's a practical guide. The book is full of um, really great guided meditations and reflection questions. This is a great book to read. It's a great book to listen to. um, And I'm excited to share it with you today. Um, Of course, every week with the podcast, My goal is to help you pursue what matters by strengthening your confidence uh, to lead in one of three areas. First, uh, leading with clarity, which is all about connecting you to purpose. And we're definitely focusing on that today. Second is leading with curiosity, which is all about increasing your self-awareness and self-leadership. And that's really what we're centrally focusing on today. Radical compassion is all about developing self-awareness and self-leadership skills. And then third is leading and building a community. And here's the good news. When we can learn to be compassionate with ourselves, we are more compassionate leaders. We are better with others. We're more effective with others. And so let's learn a little bit more about this book. And so again, it's called Radical Compassion. Uh, and some descriptions of this. So one of the most beloved and trusted mindfulness teachers in America offers a lifeline for difficult times, the RAIN meditation, which awakens our courage and heart. And so Tara Brock is an in-the-trenches teacher whose work counters today's ever-increasing onslaught of news, conflict, demands, and anxieties, stresses that leave us rushing around on autopilot and cut off from the presence and creativity that give our lives meaning. So in this heartfelt 
and deeply practical book. That's part of what I love. It's very practical. She offers an antidote, an easy to learn four step rain meditation that quickly loosens the grip of difficult emotions and limiting beliefs. Each step in the meditation practice, recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture is brought to life by memorable stories from Tara and her students as they deal with loss and self-aversion with painful relationships and past trauma. And as they discover the deep wisdom that can heal our own lives and the hurting world around us. And so, you know, this is an excellent book. Let's learn a little bit about uh, Tara Brock. So Tara Brock PhD is an internationally known teacher of mindfulness, meditation, emotional healing, and spiritual awakening. Awakening. She is the author of Radical Acceptance and True Refuge, and her weekly podcasted talk and meditation is downloaded by over a million and a half people each month. She is the senior teacher and founder of Insight Meditation Center of Washington, D.C., and she lives in Great Falls, Virginia. And uh, her podcast is excellent. So I will also link um, to her podcast so um, you can check that out. It's really good. It um, includes both talks and then meditations. So if you want some guided meditation, um, check out her podcast um, in addition to the book because she's got some really great meditations on it. So of course, I'm not going to try and describe the whole book, but I do just want to give you a quick overview of this book. So she has... um she has three parts of this book. Part one is how attention heals. And so she really makes the case for how radical compassion can help us heal, right? Not only heal from the stressors of life, but heal from trauma, heal from um, becoming emotionally hooked in our lives. So this is so helpful. Um, if you have trauma healing, it's really helpful. If you have relationship concerns, I mean, if you're human, this is helpful. This is a great skill. Um, the second part is bringing rain to your inner life. And so this is the, the um, central focus of the book where she's really helping you to learn to release your negative self-beliefs. Who struggles with that, right? Like we could all use some help with that. Freeing yourself from shame, awakening from the grip of fear. That can be so paralyzing. Uh, discovering your deepest longing, and then part three is rain in your relationships. And so uh, she turns her attention to using this skill in the context of your most important relationships. And she includes a focus on forgiving. That's a good one for a relationship. Uh, seeing the goodness. So um, giving good intent, receiving good intent, um, uh, compassion for your partner, and then for remembrances that can be very helpful um, for or those in relationships. And it's really designed for couples, but really it's any important relationship that you might have. And so one of the things that she opens with is a realization uh, that she had um, that she must love herself into healing. So she talks about spending decades on a self-improvement agenda, right? Who can, who can relate to that? And that, um, it was after a period of time that she had this waking up where she realized, boy, I need to love myself to healing. And that that was pretty radical for her, right? Because um, for, for many of us, right, like we get we believe that we need to be really hard on ourselves, self-critical, shameful, that sort of thing to create effective change, which is 
totally false. It, it's the exact opposite. Um, but she had this realization and, and then really, um, focused this, uh, her efforts on radical compassion, which, um, she describes as including the vulnerability of this life, all life in our heart. So we allow ourselves to be awake to our emotional experience. So she says it means having the courage to love ourselves, each other, and our world. Radical compassion is rooted in mindful, embodied presence, and it is expressed actively through caring that includes all beings. So that includes yourself, others, animals, plant life, all of it. Uh, And so... She talks about an image that's really helpful for her. Um, it comes to us from her book, Radical Acceptance. And so um, I I did talk about this when I reviewed that book. So it might sound familiar to you. Um, so uh, she talks about this image that shows mindfulness and compassion as inseparable dimensions of awakening. And so it depicts awareness as a bird with two wings. When both wings are unfurled in their fullness and beauty, the bird can fly and be free. And so she uses that analogy to share that, you know, her book, the goal with the book is to share a practice of radical compassion that brings alive the wings of mindfulness and compassion when we most need them. And we most need them when we're in deep pain, when we're stuck in shame, when we're stuck in judgment. Um, It helps release Oh, sorry. It helps heal and release the painful beliefs and emotions that keep us from living true to ourselves. This practice is called RAIN. And the four parts include recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. And in a very real way, in a very real way, this tool can serve as a lifeline in moments when you feel stressed, fearful, reactive, and confused. And I could just say on a personal basis, I have found the RAIN meditation incredibly helpful um, for me as I face challenges in my life. Those moments when you're so overwhelmed or you're so stuck in fear, um, I, I can attest to the power of RAIN. And it sounds it sounds simple, right? Like how can this meditation be helpful? But what's, what's helpful and what underlines, underlies this meditation is we need to acknowledge our pain. We need to get out of the habit of avoiding it, numbing it, um, pushing past it through work. Um, so all of those, um, those detachment and uh, distressful behaviors, right? Where we internalize or externalize. All of these are efforts to avoid our emotions. And so, uh, rain is so powerful because it teaches us and it helps us to turn toward our emotional experience, to embrace that. Uh, when we're stuck in that numbing, um, place. She talks about it as the trance of unworthiness. Our minds are narrowed, fixated, and usually immersed in thought. Our hearts are often defended, anxious, or numb. And so she says, once you, and once you have awareness about this pattern, you'll start to see it everywhere. Um, you'll see it in yourself. You'll see it in others. Um, and so I just want to finish up by saying just a little bit more about each of the components. And again, just, you know, really would highly recommend this book, especially if you find your distress level, um, really hard to manage at times, right? Like feeling totally overwhelmed. Uh, rain can be a very useful tool. You can use it wherever you're at. 
Um, but the first one again is recognize. And that means to recognize what's going on inside of me, the circling of anxious thoughts and guilty feelings. Can you identify, recognize your emotions and your thoughts that are swirling around? The second step is to allow. So that means to allow what is happening by breathing and letting be. So it doesn't mean you have to like the feelings. It doesn't mean you have to agree with them, but can you allow them? Because that is the experience that you're having in this moment. I think allow is one of the the hardest parts of this because reflexively we've been taught that we need to push those unpleasant emotions away. Um, but we're bringing them into us. We're making space. And, and in that, in that act, we're learning we're learning that we can tolerate the painful emotion and we are bigger than the emotion. We are more resilient than the emotion and that those painful emotions have plenty to teach us. Um, but when we push them away, avoid, we get stuck in these um, negative coping patterns and we we fail to uh, learn the lessons that our pain can teach us. Um, and anyone Anyone who, uh, who you look to, it's like, wow, they're, they are wise and they have this deep sense of purpose and meaning. I guarantee you they have known pain and they have known suffering. Um, and our pain and our suffering is the material that, that makes for, um, for lives of meaning. Um, but it's a choice, right? We have to choose how we respond to that. So next is I investigate, which means investigating what feels most difficult. So specifically, we want to connect with where we're experiencing the emotion in our body. So you might have anxiety and feel a tight knot in your chest, or you might feel deep sadness, which feels like um, a, a hole in the middle of your heart. You might feel a ball of anxiety in your gut. So is it there a physical tightness, a pulling and pressure around your heart? Where do you feel it? Sometimes people feel it immediately in their head uh, as a tension headache. And so we're moving towards the emotion. Um, and in that, we can start to loosen some of that tension um, that we're experiencing in our body. And then the fourth step is and nurture. And that is where the, you know, compassion's throughout all of it, but a big part of that compassion where we can, um, we can be gentle and loving with ourselves that we can say, it's understandable. You're upset. Uh, you're okay. I'm going to be here for you. So think about how you would respond and soothe a child. Uh, you need to do that for yourself. We each have an inner child, right? And a lot of times our emotions are in response to things that happened earlier in our lives. And so we need to be the gentle response, the compassionate response, the nurturing response um, in the moment of that pain. And so this is the book, Radical Compassion. Uh, the meditation is known as RAIN. It's got four components. It's really, really powerful. Um, I would encourage you to consider this book and really work with it. Work for work with the RAIN meditation for at least a week or two. Um, it's powerful and it becomes more powerful the more you consistently use it. 
it. So you can head on over to my website to check out the show notes with the resources for this episode at www.drmelissasmith.com forward slash 221 radical compassion. I will link to the book and to Tara's podcast. They're both really great resources. And of course, you can connect with me on Instagram at dr.melissasmith. In the meantime, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Remember, love and work, work and love. That's all there is. Until next time, take good care. 